0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Jesse Thorne uh, on vacation, uh, a well-deserved vacation. Uh, So I'm here holding it down this week. Um, Yeah, and I thought it might be just a fun chance to just kind of um, show you, the listener, kind of some stuff I work on outside the podcast. I mean... You know, I have other interests and I have other passions and I think that um, one of them is bringing back uh, slam poetry and I've just been doing some stuff at some open mics and, you know, some coffee shops around town and um, it's a little more serious. It's a little politically motivated. I mean, you know, Lord knows there's a lot going on in the news right now and, you know, this is just my way of like processing it and reacting to it um, in a way that I think, kind of, uh, you know, kind of sums up the rhythm of my neighborhood where I'm from. And that's kind of the beat that I've said it to. So, um, yeah, I think this is going to be, um, you know, probably a two or three hour show. And um, I'm just going to kick it off now. <clears throat> Trump, he's the POTUS, but he don't care about us. I'm fucking around. I'm not going to do that. Uh, I've got two greats. Thank you. <laughs> I have two. Jesse's not here, but I have two terrific uh, fan favorite Jordan Jesse Go regulars here with me. Uh, first off, a uh, a writer and the host of one of my favorite podcasts, Pop Culture Happy Hour, uh, visiting us all the way from our nation's capital, Linda That's
2: Holmes. Right. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Linda. Here for – you're here for TCA. That's right. Here for TCA, the, which is the, how I normally get on Jordan Jesse
1: Yeah, yeah. The Television Critics Association. That's right.
2: That's press tour. So they're bringing in all the new shows, marching Rob Lowe in front of everybody to tell everybody that he believes in ghosts. That <laughs> oh, is boy. True. I actually missed that session, which is really tragic.
1: Yeah. I, and it's so nice of you to break away from that to come – all the way here and do this show. That's right. Um but you tell your bosses this is just on stars, like this is a yeah. stars show. And right, they're like, yes. Yeah, that's probably right.
2: Right, totally. I say there's so many channels now, you can just say Jordan Jesse Go is a channel. Yeah. And they're gonna be like, Where what channel is it on? And I'll say Eight ninety three. They don't know. <laughs> oh, eight nine three. Oh, eight nine three. Cool, yeah. They're Seen doing it. some
1: really interesting, prestige stuff right they're now. They're getting on, into scripted drama. A, uh, isn't everybody <laughs> isn't it short? Yeah.
2: It's true. Uh
1: and uh in chair number two, uh fan favorite, Jordan a guest, stand up comic, uh pop culture commentator, one of the co hosts of the Tights and Fights podcast. And one of the performers at the upcoming Max Fun Beer Blast, August 12th, at Angel City Brewery here in LA, Danielle Radford.
3: Hi, Danielle. Oh, hello. I could talk about Rob Lowe and ghosts all day.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, why don't, okay, we've already, seems like we've got a topic here. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot to cover on this week's show, but let's talk about Rob Lowe and whether or not he believes in
2: ghosts. So, here's the thing. So, I, like I said, I missed the session. So, what I'm going to tell you is what i picked up from my friends who i follow on twitter okay <laughs> who were watching the session so he has uh, from he what has i he has a new show okay. where mm-hmm. he and his sons mm-hmm. travel the country looking for Ghosts, I think.
1: Okay. Now, will they? would they also look for a Bigfoot or a Loch Ness Monster, or is it exclusively ghosts?
3: That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, what, yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry, I know because we almost covered this on Screen Junkies because okay. I was so excited about okay. it. So okay. when I was working for Screen Junkies, um, he claims... Yes. So there is a... Um, if you go to certain parts of the country, they have a different name... For a uh, for a bigfoot, it's a something. It's like a wood ape. Oh, a skunk ape, or something like that. Like a wood ape. I've heard, yeah. And mm-hmm. so he claims to have gotten into an altercation. Oh boy! With a wood ape, yeah. And if you call it a bigfoot or a Sasquatch, the the locals laugh at you and they're like, ha 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 ha, you know nothing. Oh yeah. But it is a wood ape, and they do believe in it wholeheartedly. Yeah. And he claims to have gotten into a fight with Bigfoot. A Roblo. Did he win the fight? How does he say it went? He won't tell anyone. <laughs> Did he kill the because, Bigfoot? Because it's, it, I, I'm assuming it's the last four episodes of the show. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be yeah, him, yeah, yeah. him stalking Bigfoot. It sounds a lot like what happened was that Rob um, was in an area where people thought wood apes exist. And then he was <laughs> staying somewhere. And then um, someone was um, stomping. And he was like, oh, no, Bigfoot, go eat me. And then, um, <laughs> And then he hid. And then that's what we're yeah. going to see. It's going to be very Blair Witch, mm-hmm. very a whole lot of nothing happening, but they're using the carrot of Rob Lowe fights Bigfoot right. in order to get us to watch this Shit,
1: show. and that's a, that's, a, that's a fucking carrot.
3: Oh, I'm going to watch it. Right. I mean, if
1: you're, if, yeah. yes, if you are looking to make me follow a carrot, Rob Lowe fights Bigfoot, right. there's is, there is no taste to your root.
2: Right. And what I read on Twitter was also that during this session, he revealed to the assembled critics... That Charlie Sheen thinks the moon is hollow. I think. What? Wow. But think. hold on. Okay. Oh my god. There's so, so wait, much to is unpack. he is he
1: trotting that out like here's something crazy Charlie Sheen believes?
2: That is a good question.
1: Or is he saying that here's here's something else me and my celebrity friends will investigate in season two?
2: The thing the thing that is sad about it is that I had to be doing uh, the kind of work that is less fun than that. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I wasn't there. It's all it's all third hand coming from me.
1: So you're just at like frontline panels. You're at CBS <laughs> this morning panels <laughs> talking to Charlie Rose. That's
2: right. I'm I'm only at the panels that are I, I never get to do the the really newsworthy uh <sighs> like you say, the really newsworthy. We got
3: to get you on that cryptozoology beat. Yeah, they really yeah. do.
2: They really do. Uh it's, it's 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 been quite a, you know, it's been quite a thing. <laughs>
1: So and so something uh something that I always always like hearing from you when when you visit with us during these uh these press tours is uh wh- what the Hallmark channel is up to. Yes. They're the ones who do Christmas in June,
2: right? Right. Yes. And for example, I met a very nice woman at the Hallmark party last night. Uh as we taped this it was last night uh who told me that she wrote the screenplay for the one coming up this Christmas where Lacey Chabert is involved in competitive gingerbread house making Holy shit oh, I want to see that movie though Right I'll watch it Holy shit
1: that. as if as if we couldn't beat Dean Kane adopts a Christmas puppy
2: I uh, look I I told her I was like I will watch it I watched the ice sculpture one I watched the one that Mariah Carey directed Mariah oh, wow. Carey directed. Yes, directed and God, she appeared does it all. In,
1: She's a multi hyphenate.
2: Yeah. Yes, she appeared in one where she was like the mean girl from high school. So the woman went back to her high school oh. and ran her high school foe, who was Mariah Carey. Yeah.
3: Wow. So was she also while she directed it? Was she on a treadmill in heels? <laughs> she was
2: not, she was not but she and was and everything
1: in all of on all the sets was white, just white, <laughs> everything is happening draped in white linen. the
2: other thing is she was she was like lit and shot differently in a way that everybody was like, what is the it was like she had her
3: own oh,
1: that's funny. it's just like if one character just had an Instagram filter on themselves
3: <laughs> exactly. it was very
2: interesting which is
3: amazing because they're used to if you ever i don't know if you ever watched um uh the Adventures of Superman the Lois and Clark ah uh, sure um so oh, with
2: Dean Kane, the TV with, show that oh, introduced watched, us like, to like Dean Cain because yeah. it's the best show in the whole world. Well, I used to have an autographed photo that said uh, Super Wishes Dean Cain.
3: Oh. And I do like Kane um,
1: knows how to sign a photo.
2: Yeah. He
3: knows how to sign a photo. Fo- if he knows nothing else, that man knows how to sign a photo. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you remember that photo. Yeah. So they had on that show, if you ever go back and you look, um, Lois has just, like, a beam of light hitting yeah. her directly in the eyes, mm-hmm. the entire...
1: That's the Divine Miss Terry Hatcher, if I remember oh. correctly. The Divine
3: Miss Terry Hatcher, who is now on Supergirl, which yeah. is a show oh. that does very cute casting. So cute. everyone who's ever been involved in a Superman that is um, not famous enough to say no right. Right. always comes back and does things. And all for the, the first...
1: non-Gene Hackmans.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so they all, um, uh, they had Kalista Flockhart the first Um, the first season and on that season now how was she was she involved in a superman
1: no this is a separate category she wasn't this is a separate category this is going
3: back to the instagram filter because they put such photoshop on her oh boy then you could see it in scenes where it was differently lit or it was outside of her office
1: you're like she's a businesswoman why is she wearing a flower crown all the time
3: (laughs) Why does she have puppy ears? <laughs> I mean, it's cute.
1: She could be a Kryptonian. Maybe she's from. Uh... Yeah, we
3: appreciate it, but man, yeah, yeah. So that was another one where, and then they, um, and then she left because she didn't want to move to Vancouver. And I'm like, yeah. are you sure it's not because it got way too expensive for them to get rid of, um, your age? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. which yeah. is sure. an unfair thing, but yeah. it, it is what they did. And in those moments when they wouldn't be able to put the Photoshop filter on her, I was like. She looks like a woman of her age. Like, it's nice. So,
1: I mean, and I also also really appreciate you coming and visiting us while you're here, Linda, because I always feel like when you take a break from these things, and it seems like it's kind of all day. You know, you wake up, you go to this thing, you go to that thing. Mm -hmm. Whenever you come to visit us, you are missing out on free shrimp. That is true. And I I couldn't appreciate it more because I I sure as fuck wouldn't be doing this podcast Mm -hmm. if I could be eating free shrimp somewhere. I
2: had some free shrimp at the Hallmark party. (sighs) You know what else happened at the Hallmark party? This is the amazing part is they took us there. They take you there from the hotel in little uh, little shuttles, Mm -hmm. and then they drop you off in front of the big—Hallmark always has their party at, like, a big mansion or something like that. Cool. Uh, They're not the ones who took us to the Playboy Mansion one time. That was somebody else. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, but Hallmark took us to this big place, and you get out of the shuttle— and I stepped wrong, and I kind of tweaked my knee getting out of the shuttle, which I think is the first probably Hallmark Channel injury of oh, all time. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm the first person put on the DL with like a Hallmark Channel injury. Yeah, yeah. It's Just to say DL Hallmark Channel, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, big mansions. But the yeah the Playboy Mansion was one of my first uh, press tours. It was
1: who did who did who was who
2: was springing for the Playboy Mansion. I think it was the Playboy Channel, and they were oh, doing. That's right, they had a new. It was like uh, I don't remember exactly how they branded it, but it was that they were inventing. They were like not inventing. They were uh, developing new stuff that was supposed to be like uh, content for couples, and the idea was to oh move sure for women. I think the idea was it was supposed to appeal to women, so they took all the TV critics mm-hmm. to the Playboy Mansion and Walking showed them there.
1: softcore porn?
2: Uh, no, they just it was just at the mansion. So like we went in the grotto and stuff. Okay.
3: Now was this when the grotto was good or after the reports of the grotto being very sketchy and you might get a disease?
2: I am not sure the grotto was ever Yeah, good. I think
3: exactly. from, from probably
1: starting at around 1978 <laughs> grotto, you I should probably that, shouldn't the grotto, go there. They, they
3: definitely. Had, yeah, it was def- like I feel like there was a time when there was at least like a dedicated grotto man. Who made sure that the grotto yeah. he checked the pH levels, just like basic things sure. you have to do if you are yeah. a person
1: is a part who of James Conn floating in this. <laughs> do I need to fish out part of James Conn <laughs> with a pool skimmer?
3: It definitely
2: like it's it smelled like a pool. It was like a damp, humid gym except mm, with um it has mats on the floor like next to the next to the pools, which they tell you, which the nice uh Playmate, who takes you on the tour, tells you the mats are on the ground in case anyone wants to take a nap. Um... And oh so sure. They're, so there's, but they're like gy- they're like a- wrestling mats in a gym. In case
1: anyone wants to fuck or OD on heroin, <laughs> here's a nice mat. So when they're convulsing, a- <laughs> they don't hit their head or bite their tongue they're off. Like, can
3: you please die uh, like, on this mat so that we can easily roll, roll you, you up, up and, oh,
1: and yeah. you <laughs> out and just take <laughs> just, <laughs> just take you to the submit uh, mixer? That and
3: like, that is what James- happened to James Con. Th- there's I've a new that. James Khan I'm sorry, I didn't know if you knew. Yeah, they're
2: like, but they're like wrestling mats. It's like not. Yeah, doesn't make you feel like it would be a great place to take a nap. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, even, sure. Even euphemistically applying to
1: R- right, yes, yeah. I, I, and none of those activities would be fun on a wrestling mat. I, no, don't, I don't think. think so. <laughs> no but I no think thing. you know, you're just you're you're at the grotto. You're caught up in the moment. Uh, you know, you're listening to Polly Shore's tales of what the set of son-in-law was like. You've had a couple of cocktails. I bet the you know.
3: Yeah, Scott Bayo was there. Probably
1: Bayo's there. got to
3: see the zoo.
2: Oh that's right cuz they have like peacocks yeah. they have and they have like a monkeys and they have a little zoo yeah they right. have a zoo
3: do they have a person who is there is Probably. there someone who takes yeah. okay <laughs> i assume so I bet that's it's... the part that worries me the most i think now because the grotto's all fun and games and james con's but, death but, but you worry about sure. the zoo i worry about you're with the monkeys yeah.
1: yeah i mean and i think you know we definitely always hear periodically about what what dire financial straits playboy is in uh, you know they're taking away the nudity. They're putting the nudity back. Mm-hmm. What are you know? What Even how do staples, we?
2: Whatever. Yes,
1: exactly. What do we? What do we? What do we do with this brand that is is becoming more irrelevant by the day? Um, yeah, I've. I, I. I guess I'm afraid if you went now, that zoo would just be full of like stray chihuahuas mm-hmm. who they like. Who they like ushered into the cages? <laughs> like we've sold all the monkeys.
2: He just found some, yeah. It's squirrels. Yeah, in the zoo.
3: Like after his favorite playmates leave, they're just like, well, she left this stuffed animal of a bear. I, I guess that's our bear now. Yeah,
1: we have. Yeah, we ha- we have Cinnamon's beanie baby collection. <laughs> Uh, she grew out of it, yeah. uh, went into yeah. real estate. And, no, you know, it's great.
3: Yeah. She was studying the whole time she was here. Everyone was really supportive. She sold her first house. It's fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. what are we going to do with all these beanie
1: babies? Sure, they have not appreciated in value like we were promised. Not well, at all. That- and
3: some of them have mold on them from being way
2: too close to the grotto. That's the weird thing, though, is like the, the playmate, the woman who gave us the tour, Like she, she was super nice. She was talking all about how... You know, she she was, in fact, talking about, like, her life and everything. Oh, it's wow. a weird—it was a weird experience. It was a very weird experience.
3: I feel like I would spend my entire time talking to the Playmates about yeah. their life. Okay. They are way more interesting yeah. than any of the famous dudes. She was like sure. hef. I just want to talk yeah. to you and be like, how did you— So I understand, like, what was your journey? And <laughs> tell me—because, like— I just want to like – because I can – I know lots of sex workers. I know your journey to yeah. to, to what it takes to, to boobs and stuff. But I want to specifically know like how long do you plan on being here? Is this like a grad yeah. program? Because yeah. I think of it as like a graduate program right. for like ladies that get naked. Like this is your grad <laughs> program and then from there you like move on to yeah. Yeah. something. You own your own club. And then if you, you want to be
1: – and then if you want to mm-hmm. be like – like, you know, I think like graduate studies, they kind of like teach the, you know, underclassmen. Yes, so then right. I think you could be a, a TA of TNA. Oh,
3: oh George, come on. That's George, good. I like George it. Went it's a long good. Way for that
1: I did. Yes, no, that was a long it. run. I liked cool. it. That was a good run. <laughs> <Okay. friend. laughs> you guys, you guys <laughs> just great. take this. Uh, I just and, ran a half marathon I should to also, say that TNA joke.
2: <laughs> I should also say to Danielle that uh, we had a session uh, with ESPN talking about their new Ric Flair Documentary. <gasps> uh, so he was there yeah. and every.
3: Wait, Ric Flair was
2: there? Yeah.
3: Oh no. This is the Nature Boy Ric Flair, this right? Is the Nature okay. Boy. Famous Ric
1: Flair. 80s Woo! wrestler, 90s wrestler?
3: And, uh, oh, yes. Famous uh, longer than any of us have been alive wrestler. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so they talked a lot about that
2: and I swear every. There were. The, the entire session was like 55 year old male TV critics leading with. I loved you when I was. Oh. A kid. Oh.
1: Everybody had to give their wrestling viewing
2: cred to Ric Flair. Like it was. I always preferred you to Brutus the Barber Beefcake. What? Oh. So one guy it's real starts. Me. One guy starts his. Uh, one guy starts his his story by saying, "You know, I love wrestling. Uh, there's a picture of me sitting on Gorgeous George's lap at Venice Beach." <laughs>
4: Everybody
3: was like, wow. this is quite a story yes. already." Where are you? Where's this going? To um, <laughs> tell. It
2: was very warm, and you know everybody was excited to tell him how much they loved.
3: Him. Yeah, he's uh, he's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, he could also use any dollars that you have, if you have dollars. <laughs> yes, you should give some of those to Ric Flair. He could mm-hmm. he could yeah. use them.
1: I have. I was, and Danielle, I'm sure this is something that you know about, but I was fascinated for a while with the Tumblr that collected pictures of sad Virgil. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Virgil, I guess, is was a, a B or C list wrestler back in the day who will just go to any con.
3: Yeah, Virgil was um the million dollar man's slave.
1: uh uh-huh. um, <laughs> sure. African American man.
3: Yeah, he was just a black man, uh, that, that beat people up for him. We don't think he ever got paid. <laughs> we don't know exactly what
4: his deal was.
3: Um uh, and that, that is that is who Virgil was. And so, yes, Virgil now will go to cons. Much like m- many, um, being a wrestler is the same as being, like, anyone who's ever been a villain on Buffy. If things didn't go well for you later, you can always trust the yeah. cons circuit to pay mm-hmm. your rent for a year.
2: Sure. And, and HBO, you'll be okay. I think, will do a show about what if he still had that job. Exactly. In modern day, right? Exactly.
3: <laughs> and so um, Virgil, yeah, he just goes from—and and wrestling conventions, I think they're getting bigger now— um, and a lot of them are combining with comic book stuff. But sure. a lot of just wrestling conventions are um, very sad. Mm-hmm. And so he'll just go and he'll have signs that are like, please pay, pay just money. Put that here.
1: <laughs> Put money here.
3: And he'll occasionally tweet like weird, unnecessary things to other black athletes where he'll be like, oh, you're like my sons. And people will be like, you were literally a white man's slave. We're not. <laughs> like, please <laughs> oh, don't do this to oh, us. boy. <laughs> Mm. The eighties, oh, you guys. That the
1: was, 80s. It, was a different time. it was a different time. Long duck dong. You know, we didn't. We water water world. were all. We, we yeah. No, we <coughs> wouldn't do it now. Uh, yeah. So actually, this is a great segue because you were telling me um, uh, pre pre record uh, that you went to Comic Con the first for the first time.
3: I did the Comic-Con... comic book
1: convention. The
3: comic book convention mm-hmm. in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And Excellent was...
1: pronunciation.
3: Thank mm-hmm. you. It was my first time going, I've been wanting to go since I was like eleven and someone that I work on one of my many nerd shows was like, Get in the car, we're going, we'll figure out a plan. And so I went down there, I went to um the party for um screen junkies whom used to employ me and I'm still buds with and I still mm-hmm. go on there and do stuff all the time but I'm no longer freelancing for them. And um and hung out there. I ate so many free sliders, speaking of free oh, food.
1: Yeah, the fucking sliders at com- if you were an industry person at Comic Con it's it's let Linda it's less shrimp and more sliders and like a little cone of fries or yeah. a little cone of tots
3: yeah and then there'll be like meats and cheeses and 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 fruits and we'll be like get out of here just more more little <coughs> pizzas
1: yeah. yeah. Where's the
3: weird pizza.
1: Yeah, bring us a, bring us a weird pizza on a little napkin.
3: Yeah, do um, get a lot of do get a lot of shrimp
2: in my,
1: my world.
3: I would like more shrimp, yeah. honestly. Like as much as I liked those, if I could have been like mm, a cocktail shrimp, a slider, a cocktail yeah. shrimp, a slider. Yeah. You got all because the, then you can yeah. pretend like it, it's surf and turf.
2: Yeah, they tried to serve <laughs> us. They tried to serve us uh, one day s- sushi that was like out in the sun. Oh, no, <laughs> we were all like, no, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no! I think like, everybody sort of went right by the sushi. Like, I'm not gonna take the sushi or the ceviche that's sitting out in the sun.
3: Why that wouldn't you at least good. do you the benefit of having a guy there to be like, I'm watching it. Right, the like, yeah. same as like. a just smell. Bark. Just who
1: smells it periodically right? and just yeah. gives a little thumbs up or a thumbs smell. down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And when it starts to turn, yeah. he gives a little thumbs down. Someone takes it away. And yeah,
3: just like have a guy in a hat and just just lip service. Just pay him, and he can just he doesn't have to know anything about sushi, but just pay him so that I believe <laughs> yeah. that he won't let me die. Kater- I mean,
2: Catering has a lot of good staff. They could have a sushi smeller.
1: That's true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
4: A little
2: sniffer. How's it? <laughs>
1: A, smell, a smelled mm. sommelier. Yeah, a sm- yes.
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: <sommelier.
1: laughs> oh, don't eat this. Uh, <laughs> cool so
3: you- that yellow tail is not good. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, <yike.
1: laughs>
3: Go with that indeterminate crap. He doesn't take it
1: away. He just tells you it's not good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't actually toss any of this. That's another guy. It it's a whole money. other yeah. guy. But what I can tell you is it smells yeah. uh, not good. You got to yeah. get a different guy to toss it out it's a Union thing.
1: Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there's a there's a fish tosser. Mm-hmm. He a works by the hour. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so do you, uh, so you went, this is your first time at Comic-Con? You've been yes. wanting to go. Was it was it everything you dreamed?
3: It was. It was and in fact, it was like it was I I I messed up. Because I should have went before I was industry. (laughs) (laughs) So I could have like the real Comic-Con experience. Mm -hmm. And luckily for me, I wore my hair differently. Okay, Um, And I couldn't find my glasses, which I found a couple days ago. They were under my mattress pad. Um, But I couldn't find my glasses for like a week. So I went without my glasses. And so people would come up to my colleagues and like ask if they knew where I was. And I was just like... (laughs) <laughs> like, oh. They didn't recognize
1: you because you. No,
3: it was great. Yeah, I'm it was kind of. Nito at Comic Con. Yeah, it, I. It, I uh, so we all. Made but you're fun like of those. Superman. You're like
1: those celebrities who put on a mask and like roam Lupita. the floor. Yeah. Sure. Not
3: quite like Lupita. I was not getting all that black girl magic, but it was very close. And it was a. Uh, um, it was one of those things where it's like I've always made fun of Superman. I think we all have. But no, if you take off your glasses, no one knows who the fuck you are. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It's You're amazing. like, no, I'm just here writing a story for the Daily Planet.
3: People even said, like, I did um, I did a show the day after I was doing a Game of Thrones recap show. And I had people sending me messages, like fans and stuff, on the Twitter and on the other things that were like, I had no idea that that was you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I ran around like this at Comic-Con all day. And they were like, what? Great from fame. Um, so that was, well, and, and not like, you know, ha quote unquote fame. Mm-hmm. I've got the kind of fame you have if you talk about movies a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, <laughs> I like people who talk about movies. And I'm like, well, do I have a show for you? Oh, I yeah. understand it. It's also
2: like public radio fame. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind similar. of
3: like... Not not wink wink. Like if I went into Hall H, I would be like, "Oh, I'm no one." (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's like it's like a micro situation. It's like you got to be in the right room, but it's it's
1: it's micro, but it's intense. I would imagine Mm -hmm. it is right. It's not like someone who's like, "Oh, I I watch The Big Bang Theory every." Every Monday and Buzonger. I sure like it. Bazonger, Yeah. I love <laughs> I love those little fellas. Uh but I'm sure it is it is a a fewer a, few, a a smaller number but that but 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 they they burn they burn with the intensity of a thousand fans I would imagine. Yes, it,
3: Yes, was. yeah. They're great and they're yeah. And so it was fantastic. I got to go. I got to walk around. Um I yeah and 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 look at comic books and meet people um as uh, I'm going to drop a name. Feel free. Do to it. it do it. Um, so Kristen Chenoweth, as she said ooh! on the show that I was on. Aww. Ooh, the next day. Yeah, I did. You feel that name? She was yeah, like, oh, yum, uh, yum. Comic-Con's a mall, and people pay a lot of money to be here. And it's like, yes, that's that is a very good, is. that's yeah. a very
2: good, I've only been once, but that's a
3: very good, oh. Yes,
1: oh, yes. is you paying to, paying to watch commercials. <laughs> <laughs> with... <laughs> yes, you pay to
3: watch commercials, you pay to buy things.
1: You, you pay to watch the commercial a little bit before everybody else.
3: <laughs> and you wait in a long line that's true, you to do. buy something. For, like, ever. And then you walk around the non-Hall H parts, and I bought so much art of, like, black superheroes. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be, like... You know, if you've ever been to one of the, well, maybe, but those like grandma houses where it's like Martin Luther King, Black Jesus, like it's just going to be me, but it's going to be like Storm, Black Panther, Uh Wonder Woman dressed as Pam Greer for some reason, or Uh Pam Greer dressed as Wonder Woman for some reason. Uh Like that's what my entire house is going to be.
1: Uh, Linda, this is kind of, this kind of overlaps with your world a little bit. Did you ever do, uh, have they ever put you on the Comic Con beats or uh, is that something you have stayed away from?
2: I have basically stayed away from it. Um, I have a little bit of like a, Crowd thing, sure. Uh, yes, I, I get yeah, a little yeah, yeah. claustrophobic and weirded out. Mm. Um, and also for me, it's like a, uh, it's just a hard thing to figure out anything to write about. I don't necessarily like writing. Like, I was at this panel and sure. Mark Ruffalo came. Like, and then he said this, and then, and he then he said they this said this. I feel like. First of all, that's everybody's Twitter feed. Sure, it's also always really close to when press is, and there's I don't like doing both back to back is something that like talk about a young person's game. Sure, like, sure. I sure. know a few people in TCA who do it, but like n- most of the people I know have stopped doing it because it's just right.
1: Those, too much that's how you you know, it's how those pop culture writers develop those cocaine habits. They need to stay <laughs> up for Comic Con. They need to talk to Dean Kane about right. his Christmas puppy. Exactly. Oh, you gotta snort some rowdy powder.
3: Oh, I wish it was cocaine. It's mostly just like a lot of like that that uh uh that Yerba mata, oh, the Yerba sure, mata tea sure. that they sell at the 7 Eleven that's right down the street from the hotel.
1: Yes, I know. Right.
3: It's like the- yes, give me that Yerbs. herbs. Yeah.
2: Well, and the other thing is like it sounds like such an old person thing to say, but it's remarkable how consistent. Journalists I know who cover Comic Con say I'm not going. There's nowhere to sit. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Like they won't even let you sit on the floor. Mm -mm. You it will really take a it will really take a toll on your ankles. Um. So yeah.
1: You know we mentioned we mentioned passionate passionate fans a second ago, and I I just actually there's something I need to address here. Um. And and it's uh it's it's a a source of shame. I'll be honest. Uh, something I'm uh, that I've been dealing with all week since we taped our last episode. Um, uh, and not to you know not to get too dramatic with you guys, but um, I'm I messed up last week, and I think I owe the fans an apology. Um, I thought I was better than this. Apparently, I'm not. Um, when I when I said I was humming the Police Academy theme song last episode, it turned out to be the Coach theme song. So I would (iplin) like to, that's the coach theme song. I will now hum the correct theme song Uh just Uh so everybody can fucking get their shit together and stop bothering me about it online. The Police Academy theme song goes, oh fuck, how does it go? (laughs) Is this going to be another thing? It's going to be a thing.
3: Oh my gosh! Did I forget? I've been humming it all day in preparation. <laughs> well, guys, I'm choking. Yeah. Well, why you think of it? Why you think of it? I will tell a quick story. About would you please? How, um, Delta Burke and Coach's daughter lived in the same cul-de-sac as my dad, and used to be stepmom back in back in uh, I think it was Puyallup, Washington. Back in Delta the... Burke
2: and Coach's daughter. Yes. Wow.
3: Yeah. That's a lot. How was that? Um. It was fine. She had a house. I don't. You know. I don't, uh, sometimes they would come by. And they would not look at anyone in the eye. Amazing. Because <laughs> why would you? Your Delta Burke and your coach. Sure. Yeah. Why would you?
1: Okay, guys. I need to. This is this is big. For, I this was going to be my moment. I was going to make it up to everyone, yeah. and I have failed them.
3: Would you like me to look it up on my phone?
1: No, no. I think I can. I think I can get it together. I just need. I think we need to take a break. I need to. I need to take a deep breath and mm-hmm. um, maybe spend some time with the Lord. But uh, after that, uh, we'll be back with more Jordan. Jesse go.
2: What the is an interview? I mean, I do not know. That was Oscar winning filmmaker Errol Morris. I'm Jesse Thorne, host of NPR's Bullseye. Allow me to introduce The Turnaround, a new podcast series produced by MaximumFun.org and presented with the Columbia Journalism Review. Join me as I sit down with some of our greatest living interviewers to ask them about interviewing and why and how they do what they do. We'll go deep with some of the biggest names in media. People like Larry King, Katie Couric, Audie Cornish. We'll be among friends on The Turnaround. Two episodes a week, all summer. Subscribe now and tell somebody.
1: Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective.
2: Danielle Radford. Uh, Linda Holmes, Quaker Avenger.
1: Danielle, you know you need a nickname. Come on, man.
3: Come on, get your shit together. Uh, 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 Russell Yeller. There you go. Danielle See? Radford, yes, like- Russell Yeller. See? It's nice.
1: <laughs> the Police Academy theme song goes like this da, 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 da I'm so, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. I I I I fucked up. I fucked up the redo. I just I just hope you the listener can forgive me and allow me back into your home mm-hmm. every week. So, uh with that uh something else I'd like to talk about something else that people have been asking me about on twitter uh that is not related to the police academy theme song uh yeah kind of a weird week for me last week uh my uh so i uh, for uh newish and casual listeners uh for uh three and a half ish years uh wrote for at midnight on comedy central uh and they just announced that the show is cancelled so uh yeah it's been it's been a big weird one for me um And I want to like talk about it a little bit um, about how I'm feeling about it. But I also want to kind of acknowledge that like it's hard to it's hard to be too woe is me about it because it was a fucking awesome job that I was lucky to have. And, you know, it is one that a lot of people would have wanted and I was very lucky to have it. And it, it totally changed my life. So I feel like, you know, complaining that it it ended is like saying that, you know, why isn't this cake bigger? Or why doesn't this five-layer dip have another layer? Or, you know, this orgy was over too soon or something.
3: <laughs> you know. Why was this orgy happening at the Playboy Mansion? <laughs> yes, exactly. We need all of the, better the we, need more, <laughs> we need more gym mats. <laughs> why didn't they replace the gym mats yeah. after the last orgy? My knees are
1: slipping off of the gym mats and onto the concrete while I'm at this orgy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, James Caan is not an attentive enough lover. <laughs> He's too. He's too paying too much attention to Fred Durst from Lip Biscuit, and I won't. I won't have it. This is the worst orgy I've ever been to. Um, so yeah, it it, it was it, it was a surprise. I think I think that a lot of a lot of people kind of asked me kind of in the wake of it. Oh, did you 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 knew you guys knew right? I mean, you you probably knew for a long time, and no, we did not know. Uh, we absolutely did not know. Aww. So I think we we found out maybe an hour before the kind of like deadline in Hollywood oh, Reporter man, articles no. came out. Um, yeah, and it was it it it's tough. I and mean, I think that I I do kind of recognize, you know, how how lucky I was to have it. But also, fuck, I'm bummed. I'm so bummed. And and you know, a little terrified. I think I think in the show business, there's always that sense of, well, I'm I'm finished. I'll never work again. Uh, that was my that was my time, and it's over. And I should just uh, I should just learn how to sell real estate like cinnamon, and <laughs> maybe sell off that. Sell off that POG collection that's been burning a hole in my pocket, um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's very weird, and I kind of don't know what I will do next. Um, you know, I think returning to the world of freelance writing and doing submissions and yeah, have stuff you like le- that. Have you
3: thought about having five jobs? Because I've learned that you Ooh, can, five I've jobs you can you can almost make rent if you have five writing jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and and I think that's a that's a a fucking great example of the world of the you know writer on the guild show and the writer on the internet thing mm-hmm. is uh, being able to make your rent.
0: Yeah. Is, yeah. So
1: yeah, I, I definitely like, I definitely like realized that I was very, very lucky because there are uh, talented and funny people out there, Daniel Radford, for instance, who do great work but just happen to do it for websites and stuff. So Uh, Yeah, so it is – I I definitely am kind of back in that pool now, which is interesting. Um, So, yeah, it's – Would you uh, –
3: so when I get to a point of developing my pilot, which is very specifically just about what it's like to be um, a young black woman dealing with her young black woman hair, would you like me to send you something if you're looking for – Yeah, I mean if
1: if you've got a spot on the staff, I mean I definitely know – I definitely maybe can't. I mean you know, I definitely, you know, uh, you know, grew up white and straight and privileged and I realized that. But I mean having similar hair, I think I can relate to many of your struggles. <laughs> Finding a nice leave-in conditioner for one. There
3: well, we go. You want to bring
2: a range of viewpoints to the writers' room, right?
3: Down. Yeah, you want to bring a bunch of different people. I want to. I want to bring in someone who's never used co-wash, but could.
2: But yeah. could sure,
1: sure, yeah, no, and I and I appreciate it. You know, if you have a diversity spot on the, in the <laughs> yeah, uh, you in the would room. definitely you would
3: definitely be our white dude spot.
1: Thank um, you. No, I, you I, I'm flattered. I'm, gonna, I'm very, edge. very flattered. Yeah. Um. So it's tough, and I think something something that I'm kind of realizing is that is that. I, boy, I maybe have done a shitty job cultivating my life outside of that job. I really threw myself into it really hard when I got it because I wanted it so bad, you know. And when I finally got it, it was like, all right, shit, time to do a great job at this and not much else. And I think, uh, yeah, I'm kind of coming out of it and just with this like, shit, what do I talk about at a fucking party? You know, I guess I have these kind of long-term worries like, you know, like the rent is fine for a while. Comedy Central is very, very nice about this shitty situation, and you know is paying everyone through their contracts, and you know, kind of giving people, you know, a little bit of time paid to to get their affairs in order. So rent not a problem now. Um, it will be perhaps uh, in the future. Uh, hopefully not. But 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 now I feel like my main concern is when I am. Meeting when I'm talking to a friend at a friend at a party, what the fuck do I talk about? I mean, I think if you listen to this podcast, you know, like, oh, I just have so many stories. Like, oh, I was at this job and this said, and I said this at work, and this happened at work, and I'm like, fuck. Now that I what who who am I? Who am I? And it was it's it's so weird to think about where what. What, what I, who am I moving forward and how do I fill that time between jobs? It's very strange.
3: Well, Linda, and I don't know if you know about this, um, but have you, um, have you heard of Runyon? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, interesting. No, tell me more about Runyon Canyon. This is a place
1: that people go and so, uh... Uh,
3: you go and you walk up it and no one knows why. And mm-hmm. then when you're done walking up it with yourself or a friend or a dog that you have been paid to uh, sure. be their friend, then you just like walk back down.
1: Yeah, and then you just tell everybody. Oh, I just did Runyon today. I
3: said Runyon, huh?
1: This is a this is a this is a local goof. Maybe we can explain Runyon (laughs) to you. So there's a lot of great hiking in LA. One of the places I've heard.
3: One of the places. (laughs) Rumor has it. One of the places that one that
1: I might say you should avoid when looking for a great hike down here is Runyon Canyon, and it is a place in kind of like the Hollywood Hills where you hike. But also, apparently, you get very dressed up for that hike.
3: Yeah, like you – so – which is a weird thing because I also do a lot of like – I do a show about being plus size and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of like the plus size clothes now are just like, here's half a hoodie. And I'm like, I don't, but why? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't I wear – it's the left oh. half. <laughs> Why can't I wear the whole hoodie or 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 not or 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 not at all? Mm-hmm. And so people get very you put your full face on. Yeah. Everybody you spray it down with that stuff that makes your makeup uh live on your face.
2: Is it supposed to do something other than like you don't do that for regular hiking. What is it about this particular canyon that makes people think I
3: think it's just it's an occasion. It's it's e- it's uh, it's around. Yeah, I think it, it yeah, is Yeah, it's, in... it's the convenient booty call of canyons because it's like right, <laughs> right. in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You can yeah. literally just like if like it's close to Run You, in, you up? Is that the? Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. You up you a up. hill? <laughs> so,
3: like if you're ever if you've ever been to Nerd Melt or any of those things, like it's it's in that neighborhood, so it's pretty easy to like get to, and then you just like yeah go up.
1: So if yeah if you like if you got drunk and and fell asleep at at, at Scott Bayo's compound you could get up and hike Runyon to hike off that hangover. It is in kind of a, like, stereotypically Hollywood neighborhood. Okay. And, yeah, I think it's just this place that you – that people who would like to be seen looking hot know they can go and look
2: hot. Oh, I see. Yeah. And, you, you know, and you're so not – like, like if the valley's to, total fitness. So. Yeah. Like if you go to Griffith Canyon Park, walking. for example. Yes.
1: Uh, Griffith Park, you know, great place. A uh, lot of families, a lot of kids, a uh, lot of barbecues, uh, you know, just a, just, just a, fun, a fun public park. Uh, and I think if you are a hot person, you you don't want all those yelling kids. Yeah, no, you don't, don't want know. all these all these ugly parents and blue collar so like, people are yeah, in I I,
2: with bottle service. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Like,
3: I got I, 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 I have to get to the top and then I got to refresh and then I got to smize.
2: Yeah, like, gotta, you gotta, you gotta smize. I got to you got to smize. How am I going
3: to concentrate on smizing? Danielle's <laughs> right,
2: Jordan. This is exactly what you need. Yeah. This is what you
3: should spend and then just cultivate that Instagram presence until you hit what is it like 10 grand followers, like 10,000 followers and then you can start selling makeup. Makeup? uh Gosh. tummy tea yeah. that makes people poop um the the things that you put on your teeth to yeah. you make your teeth white wow. and, and light up and stuff there's guys, a world are, for your you clothing? Your, your clothing clothes, your clothing is what you um, wear yeah the clothing I'm going to start selling a highs. quarter of
1: a hoodie yeah. <laughs> it's just a hood <laughs> and you tie it Trust around that. your yeah it's a, it's a hood and two dangly strings um wow
3: both strings guys you know Darn. I'm not on
1: the grams i'm not on the grams Aww. oh you got to
3: get on them grams yeah. so you
1: can start selling the this
4: stuff
1: I'd get on the grounds. Uh, something that happened to me the the day that it happened, the first thing that I did was, um, so I had been uh, I I'd been at this job for a while, and I'm like, hey, might be uh, I don't know, might be time to look at. Uh, buying a house you know I'm, I got this oh. I got this I got this I got this job and it's it's uh. it's pretty lucrative and I think it'll be going I mean they would be crazy comedy central would be crazy to cancel this fucking show it's this could go for 10 yeah, years this could oh, absolutely this could be that right exactly this is the tonight show of comedy central they would never cancel it so my my internet dicking around or my phone dicking around that I was doing was on the Zillow app
2: yeah 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 have mm-hmm. you seen you I guys look know? at Zillow yeah
1: Zillow yeah Zillow is like a house tinder if yeah. you will, yeah. uh, or a house Yelp, yeah. um, but for <laughs> but yeah, I just and when they that happened, I just fucking rage deleted that app. Oh, I rage, del- I rage deleted <laughs> oh, that Zillow no. app. Like, oh fuck you. <laughs> uh,
2: so fuck you economy. But yes. So so the thing is yes. Here's here's what I would say. Yeah. I, as a person who has already had a couple of, of jobs and careers not work out, yeah. Uh, theoretically, what you would talk about at parties is whatever you talked about at parties before.
4: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Because uh, what happens is you become so enmeshed in one particular job that it feels like uh, – what on earth? Like this is that. That is a very similar feeling to the feeling that I had when uh, I left Television Without Pity, which was the site that I wrote at yeah. for a long time. In the oh early, my god, I love Television
3: Without Pity. Yeah, be- beloved
2: TV review site.
3: Oh, I wrote there
2: for a long time, and when uh, it had been it had been bought and and it was kind of changing, and I decided to leave. I had that feeling of like. No, but this is this is me. This is my entire thing. And I will have no idea what I'm doing. And I actually saw uh, when I left, I actually found a lovely supportive person on the Internet saying uh, uh, she uh, sucks so bad that she is going to be in six months living at her parents' house begging somebody to give her a job. Oh, my God. Uh, that is out.
1: very specific. Yeah,
2: but the thing that was great about it was I was like, well, not now I'm not. So, because, like, once yeah. you read that, you're like, well, guess I'm not going back
3: to live with that. I guess I got to succeed now, I, you dick. I, and I can't let
1: like... Juggalo Stud 69 be
3: right. <laughs> and it's, like, so...
2: You like, there is always a next thing. Like, yeah. you know, this there is always a next thing.
1: Yeah. And it's it's definitely there's like, there's like the practical side of me that knows mm-hmm. that, like, well, I've never been, I've never been, un, you know, unemployed that long. And I have, I have a nice resume and I have people who care about me and I have, uh, and I have this nice podcast. Um, and, you know, things will be fine. But then there's just that other part of your brain nice. that for, will take control. For n- no reason, if you drive by a weird billboard or have too much cold brew, that's like, well, you're going to die. Oh, it's it, terrifying. And it's coming <laughs> soon. It's terrifying. Uh, yeah. So it is weird of like just trying to get that practical part of your brain to be in control more of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel, what's the before – you, before you started doing comedy full time, what was the job you had the longest?
3: I was a paralegal.
1: Oh, my gosh.
3: Yeah. Oh, I see, didn't I know train. that. You were an attorney. I was. Oh, shit. I was. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. We're giving each other a high five right now. You guys can't see it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was a, I was a paralegal um, back in Seattle. I was a paralegal working in family law mm-hmm. predominantly. <sighs> and then, yeah. That's tough. Yeah, My sister everything. works in family law. Yeah. Yike. Uh, and then when I moved here to Los Angeles, I was doing, um, gosh, um, a lot of, uh, which I was already kind of doing before, a lot of probate and um, estate planning, and then also, which was new for me, was a lot of um, personal injury, some corporate law, um, some civil rights stuff, um, um, workplace uh, wrongful terminations, or some wrongful death. Oh boy. Which is yikes, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of thing.
1: Now, did you leave when you started you know, making some money on comedy or, or did you leave for other reasons?
3: Oh, no. They sure as shit laid me off.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, they
3: laid me smooth the fuck off. OK. So I had um, – I, I think I've talked about this on the podcast. If not, I've talked about it on other ones so uh, folks who know me know what's coming. So um, I was walking down the street one day. It was the day before New Year's Eve uh, 2014 um, when um, I was hit in the body by a bus.
4: Oh,
1: boy. Yes.
3: Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I landed in a gutter like twenty feet away. It's a whole thing. Um, oh, so... it's a whole thing.
1: It <laughs> sounds like a whole sounds like a deal.
3: Yeah. Oh man, it was such a half
1: sounds like a real how do you do? Well, it's sort of a, it's <laughs> sorry so for funny. the strong language, but that sounds like a real how do you do. You
2: hear that story and you're like, and now she talks about wrestling. Makes sense. Sure. <laughs> I'm
3: yeah. envisioning you like flying through them. Like she gets it. Yeah, yeah. She That's understands. A, now, I, yeah, now I get it. Now yeah. I get wrestling more than I ever have Yeah. Go before. ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, no, but so. Um, So I was dealing with injuries and all this other stuff. Um, and I was still working there and they were going through some changes from what, like, they wanted me to do and what I could actually, like, do do. Um, and they laid me off even though I was still coming and doing the work and whatever. They were like, eh, we're all gonna go a different direction. So I got laid off. Um, which is fine. They're, they're also my lawyers for this thing and there's sure. no, like, hard feelings or mm-hmm. ill will or anything like that. Um, they're good peeps. And so they laid me off and it wound up being the best fucking thing that ever happened yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, I was looking for other work. While, um, I was looking for other work while I was on an employment, um, just trying to find anything like part time work, full time work, anything that someone could give me. And as soon as you tell people I got hit by a bus, it's like, no, I'm not like disabled, but I got hit by a bus, I've got some injuries, but I'm not disabled. Um, people would be like, yeah, but we're gonna go with the person that was like not hit by a bus. <laughs> All things like, being if equal. We, if you're telling me you're not disabled and oh we don't have boy. to make accommodations for you, we're going to go with the person who wasn't hit by the bus <sighs> instead of the person who was. And then, like, um, I started uh Jesse jesse mm-hmm. you know jesse sure yeah She's yeah, yeah. Jesse, right? yeah. Um, of, i follow on.
1: him on twitter but heard i've of. never okay, met him yeah,
3: yeah you guys have heard of him um so it started like jesse approached me on the twitter because he was looking for someone to do a wrestling like a couple people mm-hmm. to do a wrestling yeah. podcast and he was like hey does anyone know of any like women particularly women of color in los angeles who like wrestling and apparently um like 30 people were like danielle radford <laughs> um <laughs> So that was like my first thing where I was like working with people and doing mm-hmm. and doing like having a creative kind of a thing. Um, it wasn't like money, but it was fun and I really enjoyed it. And from there, like it's just, um, I did that when my um, uh, unemployment ran out and I was trying so hard to get like, temp jobs or other jobs, I got super lucky, where Screen Junkies was looking for someone else to come in, Mm -hmm. I wound up getting a job with them, and then it's just like boom, this thing, that thing, this thing, that thing, and all this shit happened at once and I was like not expecting it, and I was not prepared. Yeah. Um, And so even now, like Screen Junkies, who I still again work with and they're great, um, they're no longer one of, because for a while they were like my primary employer, they Mm -hmm. had me on like every day, so they're not like my primary employer anymore, but like Now I have other people and I've been doing some stuff with E on like their Musical.ly, which is an app, I guess. I oh, don't know. I'm your grandma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, your yeah. grandma, but it's an app, so we do, like, this crush series. Can I, I look at it, it on stuff.
1: the computer when I go to the public library to check my email?
3: <laughs> and it's music. How do you spell that? There's a dot somewhere yeah. where dots don't need to be. But, like, I've been doing some of that and some other things. And so it, it it turns out that, like, after a while, if you've been working and you're consistent and you stay working and you have a good attitude, like, stuff happens. You just keep like an open mind and you keep submitting for things. It's not like I haven't been submitting sure, sure. and that's half mm-hmm. of why I'm getting the things I'm getting. Uh-huh. But if you if you keep a good attitude, you keep doing stuff, um, it turns out if you're – nice and smart and funny and people like you you will get things you just have to be really patient and for yeah. me it took like 10 years before i could get to this yeah. point which yeah. is someone like you know um uh i don't know if any of you uh if both of you know um uh, marcella abuelo oh sure yeah yeah she was another uh, one speaking
1: who's... At, at midnight favorite she is so so funny on she's that show. fantastic so and she's another one who
3: she's been working for like 11 years and now she's at a point where she's like writing for tv uh-huh. and she tours all over i'm not at the point where i tour all over yet but i'm working for the you know i'm writing and doing work for the internet and all this stuff it's just like you know it takes like a really long time yeah and I also think like I think in certain particularly
2: in certain kinds of careers like certain kinds of careers are fairly uh, linear and people get the one job and then they get the next job up and then they get the next job up I have had much more of a life where like every seven or eight years since I was like 23 I just add a totally new thing like I went to law school when I was twenty. Three, yeah. I went to law school when I was 23. I started writing for money when I was 30. I started uh, uh, podcasting when I was that was 10 years because I started in 2010. And so it's like it's like um, every eight ish years, I I add a different thing, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. and it's like it, it, it you just. I think creative people are like that. And it's not necessarily a magic number in terms of how long that cycle is. But I think, like, that chapter – those, like, chapter arrangements are really common with creative people. Mm -hmm. So it's, like – it's an awesome chapter. And one of the things I always tell people about TV is that one of the the really regrettable things about American television is people are not always good at saying, like, this show was on for three years or four years and it was awesome. And it's a total success for the thing that it is. Like – it's not like you look back and you're like, oh, freaks and geeks, what a failure. Like, it's just, <laughs> right. it was only on for one yeah, season. Yeah, what a stinker. But, but it's a brilliant, like, p- document, right? And yes. that's true of a bunch of different things. And, and if so... you look at the success
3: of everyone on there, right. even even like a John Daly, who for a while was people, were, was kind of doing the least amount, right. he's writing things. Right, and he's, he just wrote Spider-Man, right? Yeah, he just wrote yeah. Spider-Man. Like yeah.
1: it's, he wrote a goddamn Spider-Man. He wrote a goddamn Spider-Man. His show got canceled and he wrote a fucking Spider-Man. And he's, even, even he's
2: delightful. Yeah. Even the guy who was Jonathan on Buffy is like... Oh, yeah. Written some great things. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I think what we're telling you, Jordan, is that you will write the next Spider-Man movie. Oh, yes. I That's what, what we're telling we're... you. Oh, God. I have
1: so many ideas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's the first time we've seen Carnage on film. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Actually, uh, why don't we take a quick break? Uh, I have a I have a unemployment-related question for you guys, okay. uh, but we will get to it uh, after these announcements.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Creativity, comedy, and friendship. All these things and more are waiting for you at Max Fun Con East at the maybe haunted Pocono Manor, September 1st through 3rd. We only have a few tickets left and they're on sale right now, so head on over to maxfuncon.com to buy your tickets. Don't miss out!
0: La 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 la, la la la
1: la 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, Boy Detective.
2: I'm Danielle Radford, Russell Yeller, and Linda Holmes, Quaker Avenger.
1: We got some messages on the jumbotron. This message is for David in Portland from Serge, and Tony, and their mom. David is a lout and a churl. The king of an empty castle, sitting atop an ivory tower, only he can see. This is a cold read, people. He said that the Beef and Dairy Network is too high concept. He beat the curve on the man bun, but only because we told him to do it. David, you may refute these claims, but only via Jumbotron on your favorite podcast, Mabim Bam, Good Luck Scrub. Uh, I boy, that was I. That's a little lot to parse in there. That's what you there's get when, so
2: when you read your Jumbotron message into Siri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, bone, meat, and dairy.
1: Yeah, great. Is this? I feel like we just activated like a hypno soldier. <laughs> I feel like there's a hypnotized soldier
2: who, And
3: now is the yes, yeah, so <laughs> and
1: now he's going to assassinate the prime minister of Guam. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, guys. We just, uh, we just woke up. Yeah. We just, we just woke up. <sighs> we just woke up. We just
1: woke him up. Uh, one more. I don't know how much sense this one will make. <laughs> this is from uh, – this is for Michael Tartell. This message is from your favorite cousin and Lottie's favorite grandchild, Zach. Wow. Hey, I totally bought some extra pins for your very past birthday. I don't have your contact info, so send it through Jordan Morris or some other Max Fun person to me, and I'll send some cool belated gifts. I miss you, and I hope you're crushing the viruses or whatever. Maybe Caitlin and I will visit and check out that crepe place. Hashtag bring back blue jeans. What does any of this mean? <laughs>
3: Um all I know is that they want us to have his contact information. Yeah,
1: I guess I'm yeah. supposed to deliver a
3: package <laughs> now I'm in on this. Am I doing dead drops for you people? Jesus Christ. This is like one of those number stations. Five eighty-six <laughs> pin. Yankee <Caitlin>. hotel
1: foxtrot.
2: <laughs> this is how you get arrested, Jordan. Oh, Given out right. He's becoming a courier. Yeah, I know. Podcast. Oh
1: geez, this is how Putin is communicating information to his agents in America. America. Uh if you have a message you want to share, nonsense or otherwise, uh, hit us up at maximumfun.org/slash jumbotron. Uh, we can get your message out to people for a reasonable price. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessico. <laughs> <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go, I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: And I am Danielle Radford, Russell Yeller. Yes. And I'm Linda Holmes, Quaker Avenger.
1: Uh, So, guys, the pop culture-related question I wanted to ask to you before we get to our calls is this. Uh, And and, and, uh, I am very lucky to have two two great pop culture writers and talkers here. Linda Holmes, of course, of the Pop Culture Happy Hour, uh, one of the finest pop culture podcasts for my money. Mm. And uh, Danielle Radford of Tights and Fights and many, many internet projects. So... Uh, If one had a lot of free time on their hands suddenly (laughs) and maybe thought they needed to crawl into a dark hole for a couple of days and let things process, Mm -hmm. what is a good show to cram in your face hole that you could potentially have done or, you know, maybe like halfway done at the end of this morning period? Um, Does anything come to mind immediately? Good show – uh uh yes, yeah, something, something something to something to fill the time.
3: Something finished?
1: Um doesn't have to be. I kinda like personally, I kind of like something that I can kind of like finish.
2: Give me, in a sitting. Give, give me three TV shows that you like. Yeah. Okay. Uh stuff that I've liked. Uh
1: I love the leftovers. Leftovers is okay. like my mm. favorite TV of okay. the of the past couple years. Um I really, really loved the third season of Fargo. Okay. And I, okay. boy howdy, I watched the, I, when Fargo came out originally, yeah. uh, the TV show, uh, couldn't have couldn't have DVR'd that faster. Uh, loved the Coen brothers, loved the original movie, yeah. and just had such a negative reaction to that first episode. I was like, oh, fuck this. Oh, but then I'm like, all right,
3: Fargo. I think mm-hmm. it was too close. I think that first season was too close to the movie. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't I know. I yeah. still loved that
2: season, though. I did too. I, I loved I could... the first two seasons, both, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, tell me something else. Oh, no, no.
1: And, oh, and I also really, Am enjoying the show. Uh, great news on, oh, uh, on NBC. Great cool. news. Anything? Uh, yeah. Anything from anyone involved in Thirty Rock? I'm basically on board for.
2: Interesting. True Interesting. Um, okay. Let's see. Because, like, the thing is, my brain goes to like my comfort genres, yeah. which are different from that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm like the thing that I've been recommending to everybody who's like, tell me something to watch on Netflix. I'm always like, oh, watch the new One Day at a Time because it's awesome. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I've had a lot of yes. people talk about the yes. new One Day at a uh, mm-hmm. Time. It's really Really fantastic, yeah. and if you like great news, which means you can tolerate like kind of like comedy, comedy, like sure, com- yeah, sitcom, comedy, yeah, but it is more traditional, like it's it is uh, it is multi camera, it has yeah, laugh track, it has studio, studio audience. audience, um, but at the same time, like it's so good, it's it's a real if you can kind of get into the if you can kind of get past that, I really love it. Okay, and then, but like, I then always wind up being like, if you see the Great British Baking Show, like that, cause I, that's the <laughs> kind of stuff that I that I love Boy. for like settling in. But it's totally, it's so specific to the person. You're just like a, you're like a Carrie Coon guy, and um, oh yeah, oh yeah,
1: maybe I just like things that involve <laughs> Carrie Coon. Yeah, God, <laughs> yeah. oh, she's so good in yeah. both those things.
3: Yeah, in yeah. which case, you should uh, watch the movie of Gone Girl.
1: She oh, I have in. seen the movie of Gone Girl. Yeah. I like it a
2: lot. She's in that too.
3: Okay. Have you seen? It's an old Comedy Central show called Dog Bites Man.
1: Oh, right. This was kind of an. This is like the first time Zach Galifianakis was on TV, right? Yes,
3: yes, yes, yes. It's really funny. It's it about Andrea a news Savage team. in that. Yeah, it's about a news team in Spokane. Just about any. If you look at it now, it's it's, it's filled of oh that guy. Um, so, yeah, it's I had to look it up just to make sure. But, yeah, it's, it's Matt Walsh, Andrea Savage, Zach Galifianakis, A.D. Miles. Um, a lot of people that you recognize have been in that. Oh, nice. And it is so... Super, super funny. It's
1: so interesting that's you're saying that call. Comedy Central canceled a show before it was fucking ready. And <laughs> even people who were working on it probably wanted to buy a house. That's,
3: um, a, good, that's a good pull. Yeah, I love that show. Okay. Um, yeah. They still, I think, occasionally show it on there, and I think yeah. it's amazing. Have you, You've you seen Veronica Mars, right?
1: Yes, I have. Uh, not the whole thing. I've seen a few Veronica Marses. Veronica Mars it.
3: is a one that you got at least the first season. Okay. If nothing else, you have to finish the first season. Yeah. That first season, I think, is the most perfect first season of television oh, cool. of the modern era. Okay. I would say I would say also Friday night lights,
2: but I but but Veronica Mars is a good a good pull for that too. Have you watched uh The Good Place? The, oh no, uh, I haven't watched the Good Place. It's a good show. Yeah, I've seen a few Good Places and I liked it. It's Maybe a good something show. To revisit, that's, that's a good show. Uh, if you're into again, if you're into like a comedy that you can kind of dip in and out of, um, you've watched probably like some of the very silly stuff. Like you've watched Frisky Dingo and stuff like that. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, Frisky Frisky adult swimmy type amazing. stuff. Frisky Dingo is fun. And <laughs> see, I don't always love all that stuff. I'm not a consistent right like, person who loves that kind of stony animated of, like, show. Exactly. Yeah. But I, but I really liked Frisky Dingo. Okay, I thought
3: Frisky Dingo. Yeah, I
1: mean, I love Archer it's, it's more than fun. more than anything. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, Frisky uh, same good,
3: guys. Good idea. Have you seen the League?
1: Oh, I have. I used to watch the League. Used to be like a regular watch for me, and I it slipped off basically for no good reason. It's one of those shows yeah. you're like, why yeah. did I stop watching that? It's eh, fun, no reason. It's
3: good. Yeah. Um, there will be at least one episode every season where you're like, um, yeah, well, that's that's. That's crossing the lines of good taste that uh, I have sure, drawn sure, for sure. myself, yeah, yeah. but sure. it's consistently so funny. Okay, yeah, that like you find yourself forgetting that that guy lied about 9 nine eleven. It's oh, so oh, funny oh. that you
1: forget
2: that he lied so. Hard
1: That's about on the 9/11. DVD box now, right? <laughs> so funny, you forget that that guy lied about
2: 9 Have you uh, Have you watched Catastrophe? Oh no, I haven't watched Catastrophe. Oh, okay, I think you might like Catastrophe. It's real weird and it's real okay filthy. Okay, I think I think you might enjoy Catastrophe. Yeah, all um, right. It's I I enjoy Catastrophe a lot.
1: And those are short. That's so. Those are tiny little little yeah. seasons. Yeah, ten episodes, mm, six are. episodes, they are something like that. You've
3: seen six, yeah. You've seen Empire, episodes. right?
1: I've not seen Empire. Bruh, yeah.
3: It's so silly and so campy and so This is the show
1: starring Cookie, right? Yeah, it's yes. so
3: incredibly over the top yeah. and good. Okay. Um, it's definitely one of those ones where it's like, put your fucking brain away yeah. and sure. just watch Cookie be Cookie and just yeah. watch like a bunch of people who should probably be nominated for awards, but for not that show, a different show, <laughs> not that show, a different show. Um, and watch them be amazing. Okay. Yeah. So that one's really good that I enjoy. Nashville is another one where it's like, I love it. and it's, My dream yeah. would be a Nashville Empire crossover. Yeah, oh, wow. Nashville and Empire
2: are basically the same. They're basically, basically the, the same, same show. show. <laughs> just, just with a totally different sensibility. And I think Empire is another one where like, the thing I love about shows like Empire is, like, I, I, I do the thing that people swear that you can't do with serialized shows, which is, like, I dip in and out of them. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I check in on, like, descri- episode descriptions, and I'm like, okay, that sounds like I would enjoy it. As sure. opposed to, like, oh, they're doing a story with these people again. I don't care about these people. Mm-hmm. So if you hit – there's enough of Empire now that if you hit a piece of Empire that you don't like, you can always be like, I'm going to pick it up again in four episodes. I'm going to jump forward. People say you can't do that. It's such a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I think there's
3: recaps and stuff like that. Well, yeah, then, you know. You're not going to be that confused. Oh, sure. Uh, speaking of um, um, things you can kind of that go crazy and go all over the place, have you seen Scandal yet?
1: Uh, yeah. I was in an episode of Scandal. Thank you very much, and I still get a fucking check for it every what? couple of months. What? Yes, I had a couple lines in an episode of Scandal season. I've seen two. every
4: episode. How have I missed I'm a, you in Scandy? I've missed you
1: in I'm a publisher of a of a oh god like a tabloid. I was paying someone who got killed for information.
3: Oh man, what? that could be anything. Like any time, it's like, damn it's it.
2: like
1: three between three and five lines.
3: Don't, stop, season stop, two. D- stop downplaying it. Uh, I was scandal. Okay, now immediately I have to go look you up in Scandal. You know that's all my that's my afternoon now.
1: There you go. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm very good in that episode. <laughs> they once in a while someone from Scandal will contact my management and say, "Is he available?" Because yes, as yes. I was as I was leaving, the director said to me, "He's like, all right, well, you didn't die, so you could come back." So I think they they have a Scandal averse that I am in.
2: Right. Yeah. Your and canon. Cause I think like
1: the, everyone's the, clamoring for the return of <laughs> sleazy tabloid reporter.
3: It's that world of Washington, D.C. that doesn't exist. And
2: eventually <laughs> the spinoff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll have sure. your own spinoff. Of the, and the thing that's so funny about their vision of D.C., the one thing I always point out to people is like at one point there was somebody where they said that they were selling uh, – luxury they had a luxury car dealership in Tacoma Park and i was like that would never happen <laughs> that cannot happen you would not have a luxury car dealership in Tacoma Park hybrids maybe mm, not a luxury, sure sure it's a your, you yeah, sure well, it's a little more crunchy yeah sure
3: what's like crazy ex girlfriends maybe. in like that beginning episode where they're just wandering around downtown LA and i'm like it's but it's yeah okay it's, you can, Which is another what, one. What, did
1: they get, what did they get wrong about the downtown LA?
3: No, because they were supposed to be in New York. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. sure. And they're trying to crop out the, the palm trees, mm-hmm. but like, we still see you, palm trees. Yeah. Tree.
2: yeah. <laughs> and there, there are a lot of them. Um, Just
1: crossing out tacos and writing pizza <laughs> on all the signs. <laughs>
3: we can see of, that you crossed um, it out. Superhero
2: movies where it's supposed to be someplace else and it's Toronto. Yeah, and sure, sure. Like, sure. And yeah. everybody will be like, I see all the Toronto stuff. What you <laughs> hey, doing? I'm
1: walking here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs>
3: Hey, Tax, Crazy
1: Taxi, you hoser!
3: <laughs> Crazy ex-girlfriend's another one. If you would okay, like, to. yeah, yeah. Crazy I mean, uh, is great. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean,
1: Rachel Bloom is is terrific. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Great. The that's
3: songs great. are top awesome. tier. Um, it it does. You will cringe a whole bunch, but like, it also makes you feel better about your entire. And it's a your yeah. it last a, life, and it
2: has a, like a dark. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it has a kind of a yes. It's sweet, but it has also like a very sure. Uh, it's got some teeth. It's got some teeth. Okay, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure.
1: Um, well, yes, thank you, guys. Uh, great, uh, great, great recommendations all. Um, and now uh, we would like to turn, as we always do, to our phone lines. People will call us at 206-984-4Fun to tell us about various amazing things that have happened to them. Let's listen to our first call now.
4: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Chelsea in Lawrence, Kansas. I'm calling with a momentous occasion. I'm on my way to see Baby Driver. Proudly wearing my Judge John Hodgman enamel pin that I got in the mail. But in the lane next to me is a Ford Explorer, like the pickup truck thing. And on the back window is one of those like in memoriam decals on it, you know, that people put on the back of their car to remember a lost loved one or friend or whatever. But it is for Paul Walker and it has an outline of his car from Fast and the Furious, and it says, dude, I almost had you with, it says Paul Walker, like 1973 to 2013, and then his signature, and that felt pretty momentous. So, anyways, thanks, love the show, bye.
1: I mean, I get it, I'm a fan of the Fast and Furious movies, Thank I you. think Paul mm-hmm. Walker is fucking great in mm-hmm. them. You know what? I, I, I approve of this person's bumper sticker. Yeah, he he was a he was a goddamn show business light.
2: Yeah, I I I I saw him just after he died. I saw him in um, the one that was like the parkour movie. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, Based on like the French, it was like based on a French movie. Yeah, I'm not going to remember what it's called, but. Uh, I enjoyed him. I always kind
3: of enjoyed him, and I do love the Fast and Furious movies.
2: Boy, yeah, they sure are great.
3: Yeah, they're really fun movies. Um, They're very, very silly. I like that they have um, ratcheted up the insanity every movie. Oh, my gosh,
1: yeah. I mean, I I don't know if you've seen the most recent one, but Jason Statham fucking those guys up on the plane while carrying a baby. Yeah, that is one of the best sequences.
3: Yeah, they, they joke that, like, oh, we could be in space next, but I'm like, I will... Just tell me when to get in line. Yes, right. Go to space. I will watch exactly. it when you're in space. Like, why is that even a question? I was
2: gonna that's say, like, just... what do you are you suggesting it's like too over the top? Like, no, no, there's no such thing as that. Like, back in back yeah, in time, the
1: cars the cars are just driving around shooting missiles at dinosaurs. Do mm-hmm. just do uh, it. No ama- one will say it's too weird.
3: Honestly, if they could do a Fast and Furious and Transformer crossover, that might yeah. be the way yes. that I would enjoy a Transformers. Movie. That,
1: well, yes, that would yeah. be yes, that would be the only oh, way. Oh man,
3: them just hanging out with Bumblebee.
2: Oh, Fast and Furious, <laughs> one
1: Jordan wants. All right, excuse me. I have uh, several movies to write. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know what? You have all this time. Now yes. now what you're
1: to do? Uh, let's take one more call, shall we? Hi, this is Stephen uh, from St.
4: Louis for the momentous occasion. Uh, hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Um, I just encountered a small child at the Target that has Sonic, the Hedgehog. Shaved into his head. That's like a haircut. Not only that, there was actually dyed blue. Very impressive. Thanks.
2: <laughs> Good delivery.
4: You know that what? Is amazing.
3: That is momentous. That kid got to go fast. What are we yeah. going to do? Are we going to stop him from going fast? No.
1: Don't. Yes.
3: Never going to stop that kid from going fast.
1: Sonic's got to run. Sonic's gotta run. Bird's uh, gotta fly. Bird's gotta fly. Sonic's gotta run. Sonic's gotta run. You gotta get those rings. You gotta go around the you loop. You
3: gotta get those rings. You gotta get, the rings. You gotta get those
1: rings, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much to everyone who gave us a call at 206-984-4FUN if you have a momentous occasion. If you wanna if you wanna violate an NDA anonymously, we're accepting those calls now. 206-9844Fun. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Desi Go. La,
0: la, la,
3: la, la, la.
1: It's Jordan Go. I'm Jordan Morris, Boy Detective.
3: Danielle Radford, Russell Yeller, and Linda Holmes, Quaker
2: Avenger.
1: Uh, so, uh, just to uh, to mention a few things before we uh, before we say goodbye this week, uh, Danielle. In addition to the Tights and Fights podcast, the podcast about wrestling that you do right here on MaximumFun.org, uh you uh, and I will be performing together at the Max Fun Beer Blast. That is August twelfth. That is at the Angel City Brewery, uh, downtown Los Angeles. Uh, A lot of great guests there. Uh, Riley Silverman, uh, the hilarious head writer of Uh, International Waters. Yes. Terrific stand-up comic, frequent guest on this program. Uh, Open Mike Eagle uh, will be doing some music for us. Uh, Uh,
3: And he is also of the Tights and Fights podcast. Yes. Um, I assume his music will only be tangentially... Wrestling related, but I don't
1: know. <laughs> so there could be some wrestling content. Maybe yeah. he has a song about the Ultimate Warrior he'd like to debut.
3: He might, actually. I <laughs> think
1: we'd all like that. Uh, and uh, we'll be doing Jordan Jesse Go Live there with a uh, special guest, Elliot Kalen from the Flophouse. Oh, House. man. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Elliot Kalen, a uh, recent uh, New York transplant. This will be his first live show out in LA. Uh, so, yeah, we'd love to uh, welcome him with open arms. So, if you want to see uh, Elliot, Danielle, Riley, me, Jesse. Open Mike Eagle, come to the Max Fun Beer Blast, Angel City Brewery, August 12th. Uh those tickets are 10 bucks. They're at maximumfun.org or on brown paper tickets.
3: Heck yeah. And if you've seen me before, my new wig is resplendent. So oh my gosh, there's here. a new wig? This is my new wig. Oh, I love the it wig. Is Thank
1: it's you. It's a very it resplendent, resplendent oh, wig. It, it's
2: my summer her. <laughs> I didn't didn't know it was new, but did know it was
3: resplendent. Thank you. Uh
1: Linda Holmes, of course, you uh you co-host the um pop culture happy hour podcast over there on npr.org. Uh, one of my favorites. It's truly like something that I listen to every week. Uh, it is uh, you guys are my consistent commute slash walk slash hike buddies, and uh, yeah, I think everybody here who enjoys uh, witty, thoughtful discussions of pop culture should be uh, listening to it on the Reg.
2: Appreciate you, Jordan. Yes.
1: Uh, one last thing, uh, 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 Jordan Jesse Go listeners, of course, love our love our timeless catchphrase: "It me, I'm that." If you love to <laughs> – if you see things out in the world, for instance, a squirrel eating a tater tot or a, <laughs> or a snake dragging a milkshake out of a garbage can. Oh, shit. It me. It me. I'm, I'm that. that. It me. We have a special T-shirt up for you at MaxFunStore.com. It me. I'm that with an arrow pointing up to you so you can let people know it you, you're that. Uh, MaxFunStore.com. Uh, those are for, available only for a limited time. That is a limited time item. Uh, so don't sleep on it. Get that t shirt while you still can. Uh, MaxFun Beer Blast, August 12th, if you're in the Southern California area. And I think that is it. Thanks to Danielle. Thanks to Linda. Thanks to Daniel on the boards. Thanks to Brian editing the program. We'll see you next week at Jordan Jesse Go.